This episode of Echoes in the Bones is brought to you by the Institute of Cultural Policy and Innovation, ICPI. ICPI, providing services in business development and coaching. ICPI, leaders in online training in event planning and intellectual property. Visit our website today at www.icpi-ja.com. Welcome to Echoes in the Bones, and in this episode, we continue our very interesting talk with Clyde McKenzie. Okay, welcome back to Echoes in the Bones. It's the podcast where we talk about technology, culture, and entrepreneurship, and we're continuing our conversation with Clyde. We call this the Culture Chat. With Dennis culture and Clyde. That we are yeah. <laughs> you know. So you were ta- the last time we were uh speaking, Clyde, you were talking about the definitions and you were talking about AJ Brown and his song, which was produced by Peter Ashburn. I want us to take up the conversation where we left it off. You're making the point that. As Jamaicans, we're kind of very selective in how we analyze our culture, and that sometimes we don't even think of talk about things like the R and B and the soul and the jazz and the other stuff that we we have done. You know, it's similarly back in the days when we were doing Jamaican R and B songs. It it seems as if, despite the fact that it 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 the the, the, the quality and the volume of the the work is extensive. We almost brush it aside and don't talk about it. Yeah, we totally ignore that. And that's a body of work which is deserving of recognition. Because when you speak of the song that I mentioned earlier, uh, When You Love by, by, by A.J. Brown, which was produced by Peter Ashburn, that is just one of many songs. I mean, you have those by the Blues Busters and so many of these people, Lord Creator. I mean, and you could, you could, there, there's a long list, you know, of, of people who have done these songs, but we, we, we tend not to give much credence to the origins of these songs. And, and I think it's very important that we, as a, as a people, because I don't know if it is the curse of, 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 of just too much talent or riches or whatever you want to call it, but we tend not to take credit or really acknowledge many of the accomplishments that we have had. Um, we, we, we see this in, in, in SCA and how it has been treated internationally. Uh, Hip hop, which I mean, we're not going to say it's, it's a Jamaican originated music form, but it traces through to Jamaica. And we have not made much by way of a claim to the fact that it is a Jamaican who was or who, who is 
one of the central figures in the development of hip hop. And I say this, I mean, you 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 have beaten this issue about dub and the contribution of people like like like, like your friend Scratch Perry and 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 and, and uh, King Toby and and to some extent Jammy. Uh, and we have not taken credit for that. That's a, that's a, that's a music form, and it's also a mode of production that we have not taken credit for. Uh -huh. What what people like Max Martin um, are doing today are largely influenced by what these people have done, and we have not taken credit for, and have not been given credit for in many instances because. The fact that we don't even know or can't say, well, no, this is ours. I mean, a man just blindly take it along and otherwise he is, or I'm not even bother say anything. And the presumption is that, you know, these are the people who have created these things. And so that to me is particularly disturbing because I don't think we are sufficiently knowledgeable of our contribution to modern international popular culture. And as a result, we don't take advantage of the value which has accrued from that kind of, of accomplishment. So in, in a lot of sense, where we could be talking about not just taking credit, but actually extracting the value of some of the things or from some of the things that we have um, created and contributed to. I mean, we just go blindly by and 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 we don't we don't get the benefits from these contributions. And I, I, I find that particularly disturbing. When you see even the treatment of some of our athletes, somebody like an Asafa Powell, if Asafa was a Chinese or an Indian, they would have a statue of him all over all over the, the country. They'd be lifting him up, he wouldn't walk. I mean, somebody who has done so many subtents, but we don't Give, I mean, and I think it is it is that curse of that abundance of blessings because we take so many things for granted because we have done so many things so well. It comes from racism, straight up. It is we we are a black country, we're a mm -hmm. colonial outpost, and the colonialism and white supremacy dictates that anything that black people do is not worthy of 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 any valorization. And it's not, and it don't have any value. And we have basically, despite our our tenacity and our resilience, that deep seated inferiority complex still haunts us. That is how uh, deleterious and awful colonialism and slavery and white supremacy is. And so we don't the the, the system, the structures within the society. And the structures that 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 were evident when we were making this great music, it was against the music. We talk about how we struggled to 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 get acceptance for our own music on a radio station at IRFM. And that was 1990. That wasn't a long time ago. So the, the thing is, that is why we, we don't value. What we do, and we see that even at the, the, the level of leadership, 
<laughs> and at the level of the the, the 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 ruling class in this country. Because don't pretend that we don't have a ruling class. And the ruling class in this country is not black. It is not, it, they don't look like the majority of us. There are a few of them who are, look like us, but they have crossed over and forget where they are coming from because every black person in this country is just a few generations uh, away from the cane field. You understand? But we pretend as if we are something else and we hide ourselves in the sun. And because of this, this is the situation where we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we, don't, we, we love to brag. We are expert at bragging, but we can't exploit and we, and we cannot put into context the, the people and the, and, and the individuals who have done phenomenal things in sports, academia, art, music, drama, you name it, science, everything. Every aspect of human life, a Jamaican has excelled. We don't even reach three million yet, and and over over if you talk, I'll talk about the diaspora. We don't reach five million. No, we don't reach five. All right, and and to see that a, a set of people can impact the world globally in every aspect, from Marcus Garvey, P.P. Leckie, all of these people, and we can go down the line, a bunch of amazing people in all sphere of life. And Stuart Hall, Stuart Rex Nettleford, you know, yes. all of these great luminaries, you know, uh, people like Alma Makien, yes. uh, you know, uh, 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 Vereen Shepherd, Carolyn Leon Cooper, Fox. you know, and 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 we're just talking about some of the academics when they talk about the 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 the, the, the important political figures like a Marcus Garvey, Michael Manley, you know, all of these people, the uh, Martima Plana, we can't forget the, no, the Rastafarian <laughs> brethren, the philosopher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are philosophers, oh, and, philosopher. and, and 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 that is what is 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 creating this kind of resistance and the lack. And then we have poor leadership in the in the country, both politically and at the public and the private sector level. It is amazing the kind of ignorance and lack of awareness of the real culture of Jamaica, the real value in the people of Jamaica. And we have adopted this European neoliberal behavior as to what it, it means to be Jamaican and what will be successful in Jamaica. Capitalism will never be successful in Jamaica. Yeah. And because of that, if we are going down a neoliberal capitalist modality, we will never see the kind of prosperity and the kind of equity that is necessary for a small country like Jamaica? Well, what I would say now, Dennis, is that I think the sense of innovation that prevails amongst the downtrodden in Jamaica is something that is grossly underappreciated. And we only need to look at our music culture to see how the major players, the Coxons, 
the Duke Reeds, they were able to circumvent challenges and obstacles to create the kind of products that is fascinating the world even today. Uh, we have to look at how these guys were able to deal with issues of the absence of airplay, uh, which was prevalent in that time because these guys were underprivileged, to put it mildly. And the, 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 the elites, for want of a better word, they were not accepting of what was coming from these people. But these people devised their own systems, innovated, created. When you think of something like the sound system and look at that as a vehicle for the delivery of content and which was a way of circumventing the official channels of distribution, which was not accommodating of what was being created then you understand and appreciate really the sense of innovation that informed the behavior of these poor people because these were working class people. Coxon was a farm worker, right? In, in some sense. Um, uh, uh, Duke Reed was an was a ex-policeman. <laughs> I mean, these, these, weren't, these weren't elites, right? But it was a sense of innovation from the people who were from what we'd call the underbelly of the Jamaican society. I mean, Tom Wong, right, um, was a businessman, have a haberdashery, but who was had a sense of innovation and said, hold on there. But if I set up this system here, then I can bring people to my business and basically that is, 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 is basically the birth of sound system as we know it, modern sound system in Jamaica. And I'm saying that is the kind of thing where these people, right, um, they had their sound systems. And when they are trying to get um, selections that were unique, these guys would say, you know what? We're going to have to try and record our own our own specials then for want of a better word and they would go and at first they would they would use the services of Corey and those people but eventually what they did was they had their own recording studios and if you look at the the, 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 the trajectory you see that most people they had their sound systems and then they started their record i mean the and then they start the record label. Now, I mean, I, I mean the, 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 the business models that these guys employ, these are things that should be the study of MBA programs. You see, because a lot of people don't understand, I mean, the kind of methods that these people use. I hear you talk about all the time about WePo and how WePo was able to play at five or six places right across the world simultaneously. This is the kind of business innovation that people don't talk about and we don't, we don't address in our scholarship. And, and to me, we have a major problem because we are not privileging our sense, our, our own innovation, which, which, I mean, they are breathtaking. Yeah, definitely. All right, so listen... I you mentioned 
the issue of hip hop that a Jamaican was influential in creating hip hop. Yes. And I also mentioned that we, we have this tendency to love to brag instead of really uh, committing and understanding our, our value and exploiting it so that we can, it can be beneficial to everyone. I find that Jamaica and the music industry is developing something that I call cultural chauvinism. And what uh-huh. I mean by cultural chauvinism is that we love to, to, to claim everything as our own. And we love to say that everything that we do is pure. So take, for instance, people will tell you that, you know, everybody is, is, is taking away our music and, and is being influenced by us. So we, we, Afrobeats is influenced by us. We created hip hop. We are, reggaeton was influenced by us. Let me stop you there, Dennis. And I'm going to now go to your work. And we're talking now about the Creative Echo Chamber. Uh, we have to understand that borrowing is the essence of music. Now, we have to appreciate that because historically, innovation is really the juxtaposition of the traditional with the new. That's what innovation is. Innovation don't mean you come, especially with with, with music and all of that. It doesn't mean that you come with something brand new, totally out of sync with everything that has happened before. It means that you are able to merge the familiar with the novel because that i mean in music is one of the things the familiar that's why covers are popular right so that 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 sense of innovation that comes from borrowing is essential to the growth and development of any music or cultural form right you know and and we 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 have to and this is not something that is unique just to music. It can be it can be in the arts. I mean, when the Frenchmen went to Polynesia and all 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 these places, the impressionists. That what that's what it was all about. You know, you go out and you get new perspective, and you bring that back to what you know. And so, our the chauvinism that you talk about is backward. Because it, it, it comes from a lack of understanding of cultural production mm-hmm. and what it means to be innovative and creative in the cultural sphere. How can we say we invented hip-hop? That don't make any sense. Hip-hop was not created in Jamaica or Kingston. It was created in the Bronx with two Jamaicans, a Barbadian and a Guyanese and a bunch of other Americans coming together and creating this movement. We were a Caribbean people. Influential. Integral we influential. And Jamaican music and Jamaican culture was the foundation of hip-hop. But we cannot claim it. We can't. No, claim- we shouldn't. We should never. It is, I- it is, it is, it is, Dennis, it is an American music. Because we can't, we can't claim the fact that, I mean, remember, ska was heavily influenced by the American forms of music from the South, right? It, it is something that 
we, we, we can't say, well, I mean, we wouldn't want to attribute SCA and, and all the derivatives of SCA to America because it didn't, it didn't take place in America. It, it, was, it was, again, the sense of innovation of the Jamaican uh, musicians who were able to use some of the elements of, 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 of rhythm and blues and, all the, and, and the blues and all of that and were able to say, well, hear what happened now. We're going to bring something a little different. We're going to change this. Or, I mean, it's just the, just the mood of the thing. So you mm-hmm. can't, you can't, I mean, we should never take credit for, for things that don't happen on our side. Just the same way that reggaeton. I mean, look, I, I you know, I like to say to Jamie, Jamie, you know, say you, 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 you are an important influence on reggaeton because the fact is it is true i mean if you look at direct because we're not talking and, and and i mean we know the 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 trajectory and and, and uh, of reggaeton because some people trace it through panama and colombia and bring it back to puerto rico puerto rico because well, well yes, it actually started in new york yeah we'll start in new york among the jamaican diaspora yes of course and 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 you have to give Maxine Stowe some credit for that too, because yeah. in Espanol, I mean, developed really, I mean, inside there. Yeah. And so yes, so we we, we 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 give credit to that, and then but but you see, you always talk about something that I mean, we, we try to individualize some of these forms of creativity when they are collective efforts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I'm saying I'm saying that yes, here's what happens. I mean, reggaeton is something that had its roots. I mean, the, the Nando Bombs and the Helena Rowland thing and all that happened there. You understand? Which smart? I mean, because I, I mean, a, a, another Jamaican again because smart and and and, and 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 what was happening at his studio that was very important. It's if. You understand? Yeah. It was very important. Yeah. So so I think I think we have to we have to be be be, be mindful of all of these things when 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 we talk. And yeah. so I mean we need to be careful not to take credit where credit is yeah. not due, but not also to ignore the contributions that we have made. So yeah. I think we need we need we need to be proportionate. In terms of how we take claim and yeah. how we take credit, I, you know, right? Clyde, you know, Clyde, I'm not, I'm not, I am not, uh, you know, pushing myself, but I find that the 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 the, the concept of the creative echo chamber is a excellent tool, a useful tool in trying to unravel the the the, the connections and the the, the root of any of our black music because the, the the model can be used for any kind of black music we could use it for hip hop we could use it for r and b we could use it and all of the different facets the geospatiality the 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 communality and the repetition well it, i could, it, go, it I could, could go further yeah i could go further because i mean Modern, I mean, much of what passes for modern pop music 
has been influenced by modern by by black music. Yeah, I mean the Red Bellies and the and the and the Muddy Waters and all of these people and the and and the Little Richards and the and the Chuck Berries and all of that. They were influencing people like Rolling Stone and Beatles and all of that. So. So, I mean, you can always, I mean, when you look at the breadth of what has happened with, 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 with black music and, and to just to underscore your point, how powerful that is and, and all the different strands that, that has taken, I mean, what it has done to Jamaica, what it has done to, 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 to modern American music and modern pop music and rap music. You understand? We couldn't have rock music if we never have, all, 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 I mean, all the influence of all of these men. Absolutely. When Elvis went to, 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 to Sun Records, them tell him, say, you must sound like a black man. Hmm. And, and, and his fashion is, is, is singing and everything from a black man, Otis Blackwell. Well, I mean, the point is, I mean, I have said it often, that the best, some of the best sellers of black music have been white artists. Yep. And we know why. I mean, we don't have to go into the details of, of, of all the politics and the structure, the media, and all of that. But it is a fact. And I mean, of course, they have a bigger audience, naturally bigger audience to begin with. But the fact is that, I mean, black music has been an energizer for the music that white people produce. I mean, it's just, it's a simple fact of life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, we don't, we, and we don't need to be chauvinistic, as you've been pointing out. Absolutely. We need to accept, we need to accept that this is a natural order of things and, and, and that it creates opportunities sometimes. Yeah. And it is, it is, it is for us because, I mean, some of what happened with, with 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 Pat Boone and and and, and Elvis Presley and and these people um, imitating and 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 fashioning Little Richards and Chuck Berry and things I think that eventually redounded to the advantage of some black people. We can't we can't and black music. Yeah, I mean we can't we can't we can't deny that. I mean have have they exploited us? Have they have they have they have they? I mean gotten perhaps a disproportionate share of our innovation and creativity yes perhaps mm-hmm. but i think i think they have also created some i mean a lot of the progressive ones have created opportunities for black people too mm-hmm. i mean you, you you talk about frank sinatra and what frank did with a, with a sammy davis jr for example you know i mean and 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 his kind of talent and 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 and, and what 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 many forward-looking white people in music did for people like Ella Fitzgerald and, and others of, of, of their ilk. So we, 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 we have to be careful. Yes, are there culture vultures? Are there people who are exploitative of black, people, black music? And there are people who don't really have a, a, a real interest in our music and just want to extract as much value? Of course. And then you have some people and I would list Chris Blackwell among them who love the music, right? Who love the music and have done and, and have done well for the music. So I mean, I I I I beg to differ as one of those people who is not a is not a Chris Blackwell detractor. And he 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 might not have, have made his mistakes just like anybody else in the music business. 
But I am saying, I am not one of those who go and bash him because I am one of those who will say, listen, this man, his contribution to not, well, his contribution to Jamaican music and the promotion and development is unquestionable and phenomenal. I, I want to talk about the final thing for, for this episode. The, the kind of competition that we find ourselves, I don't know why, with, with Afrobeats. And, and for some strange reason, there's the perception that Jamaican music, current Jamaican music, is superior to Afrobeats. And, you know, there's, there's no comparison said to for instance between a vibes cartel and, and a, a burner boy. boy what kind of a ridiculousness this is is the one of the most backward talk i've ever seen here's my position there's no need for any competition there is no need to say that the afrobeats is influenced by dancehall and reggae everybody know that is a fact but we must also and remember, no, not only that, we must remember that is Africa we take it from too. That's where it come from originally. Originally. And so when Stone Boy was saying, hey, the music, our Jamaican culture is really coming from Africa. And 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 a newspaper come up with a sensational kind of headline and and everybody jump out on the man. It is ridiculous. We are fighting amongst ourselves, our brothers no, who Boy, love and respect we. Stone Boy is a dancehall artist, you know? No, no, he came here and he, and he was glowing in his assessment of the contribution of Jamaican music to what he does. I think, I mean, the competition, as I say, is unnecessary. We should be looking towards collaboration. Africa is one of our natural markets. We take for granted that the United States, because of its proximity, is the most natural distribution point for our music. I tell people, one, if you want to ensure sometimes that you create an international hit and you want to do it on the cheap, it's better sometimes to go through Europe, like Britain, and then see if it can cross the pond because you make an international hit and bring it over to the United States as an international hit rather than trying to develop an international hit in the United States from state to state. That's one. And two, I want to tell people that we have not been using... I mean, you see what Spotify and everybody gone down Africa because they see what is happening down here. I don't think we have taken advantage of some of our natural markets because, for example, um, there is... A relationship with reggaeton, um, Bad Bunny, Daddy Yankee. These are people who are hugely popular. I mean, we have had some forays in terms of the Latin market, but nothing serious. I mean, Bad Bunny is, is one of the hottest artists anywhere in the world today. Um. I don't see why now. I mean, there might be a little bit of bad blood now between Jamaica and Puerto Rico, um, given the lawsuit and so on and so forth. But I think these people would be sensible enough to understand that, look, a man is just making claim for his rights or how he, see, how he interprets his uh, 
creation and creativity and what rights should accrue to him. And therefore, I'm saying there should be nothing wrong. We should be able to be making collaborations with these people. These are natural markets. So for me, I think that whatever the, the music form, I mean, and whatever the iteration of the music is today, what we must be thinking, and, and that is something that, 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 that uh, I mean, Scratch and, 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 and uh, Jammies and, and Tubbies, what they, what they, what, <laughs> some of what they gave rise to was things like remixing. Eh? And so if we're talking about that, we need to be capitalizing on something that basically originated here remixing because remixing means you repurpose your music for a market yeah in other words you have you have your thing and essentially you remain who you are but you do your thing based on what you figure the market conditions are and you collaborate with somebody who you think can enhance your thing in that particular market join us on the next episode as we continue our interesting talk with clyde mckenzie thank you for listening if you enjoyed that episode please subscribe to the show and give us a five-star review and even drop us a comment if something really stood out to you